0: Beautiful people We're back at it This is Lala Kent oh, With Randall no, it's, There I, we I, go no. Let me help you John. God Wake up John John? We're podcasting what We are John? podcasting
1: What is John? What does that mean?
0: Okay, so do, me you remember, do you remember Do like you remember John and Kate friend? Do you remember John and Kate Plus 8? Yeah Okay Towards the end Of that show he was, like, so out of it, right? Like, falling asleep. And there was one episode where she kept saying something to him. And she's like, hello, wake up, John.
1: Okay, so that was <laughs> so, a reference to a show that was on TV, yeah. like, 10 so years ago. So I say all no, the time. Okay, well, no one would have like, that.
0: Wake up, John. And by the way,
1: because of all his philandering. Was, was he, he a philanderer or was he he was a philanderer wasn't no he? i think that he, he had was like a Boozer
0: and he had oh, a girlfriend a- and he also had like 90 kids and he was married to kate which i heard was like a fucking nightmare oh that's gonna Ooh. be a
1: problem kate's gonna come for you um i just want to say that when we start the-
0: <laughs> i'm not used to that at all <laughs> when we
1: start the podcast we should start it with hi everybody it's give them lala with ran that's how it should have started
0: oh my god it's it's just exhausting sometimes
1: I feel every day that. When here, I th- the
0: thing is, is we should just show up and we just get it popping. It's natural. I don't want to show up and be like, here we are again today. Welcome, class. Today, we're learning about physics. Like, it's supposed to be fun. Like, however it comes out, it comes out. There is no uh, formula to it.
1: Wah, wah, wah.
0: So, I'm super excited about today, you guys. Oh. Because we have? have a guest who I have... <laughs> Am That's I just going to carry today's show? <laughs> Thank fucking God we have someone cool on today. All right.
1: No, who do we have?
0: We have my female crush besides Beyonce. Her name is Giselle Bryant. She's on a show called Real Housewives of Potomac. Randall, you haven't watched this series. Randall and I watch every single city of housewives together. That's okay.
1: Extreme.
0: Just admit it Beverly Hills,
1: fam- OC. New York Atlanta. City and Atlanta. Yes, uh, four of them. Am I missing? That's a lot. Am I missing? That's a lot. I don't. Okay.
0: You need to add Potomac to your list. Okay.
1: Can I? Can I say something before we get into this? I want. I mean, about this though. Yeah. So you're right. I do not know shit about this show. So, but I did get a little 401 from you. Cliff note version. Now I can't watch every fringle every uh fringle every <laughs> fringle I want a fringle. No, I can't watch every show in the world but but I am going to try to tap in because you love this show. So tell us it's, the setup of the characters on this show. Do they have the villain, the nice person, the yes, pushover? Of course. What's the big storyline this season?
0: Well, guess what? We're only we're only uh 3 episodes in right now. Okay,
1: what what was the big shebang coming out of the gate?
0: The big shebang coming out of the gate right now is there's this woman, Candace. Keep in mind, they're all stunning. Candace, while Ashley was, like, giving birth, was calling her all sorts of fucked up shit.
1: What do you mean? She was in the birth Like, literally, in the hospital room with legs her?
0: in the air, shoving out a person. And, and this Candace is just on Twitter, like, firing insults what? one after the fucking other. Well, so, harsh. the girls are like, we're having a fucking sit down, and you're going to fucking apologize To Ashley for being an asshole. And Candace is so gangster. She's like, fuck that shit. No, I'm not. So now I'm, I DVR this show because I don't like commercials. So when I get home after this podcast, I'm going to go see what's up with like what happens at the dinner.
1: It's exciting. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I'm telling you, if you have not watched The Real Housewives of Potomac, get on board because it's like, It's the diamond of the franchise right now.
1: Tim? Yeah. I know you have two children. (laughs) And a wife. And I have two children. And a fiance slash wife because she's basically my wife, Lala. I'm going to have to squeeze in the first episode of season one. I expect you to do it this weekend too. And then we will text each other and ask, do we think it's at the level that Lala has just sold us? Okay. Okay. That's our homework.
0: It's effortless. It's effortlessly done. Also, Alex, done. producer, These Alex, women- is, <laughs> <laughs> producer <laughs> Alex is
1: here, so he has to do the same job. So, Alex, on Sunday, we'll have a three-way text on Housewives of Potomac. <laughs> no, we need to be more educated because we're on a podcast with Lala. Who is dialed in. So, Alex, yeah. what does the Potomac refer to? I'm just curious. Potomac, Potomac Maryland, Maryland. 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 Yes. Wow. What an obscure location. I, I can't wait. It's
0: the most <laughs> random location ever. I would have just ever. said
1: Washington, D.C. How far is Potomac from Washington, D.C.? I
0: believe relatively close. But then again, I'm really bad at geography, so don't ask me. It's
1: really close. Can we do one, can we do one geography trivia game where Alex asks you two basic questions? geography questions yeah see if you can get it totally because right. alex is b- by far alex is the smartest in this group, okay
0: alex hands me. down
1: tim, hold on oh god tim just gave us a question gave a look like he could be smarter than you tim i blow you away and i went to film school now let's go That's alex true. alex yeah. alex We're ask asking tim, two first ask tim a question a hard one and then ask lala a geography question it has to be in the united states for Lala could be anywhere in the world for Tim let's see because I suck at geography <laughs> and I openly admit it okay go ahead is North Dakota east or west of Idaho <laughs> that's a east <laughs> that's correct alright Lala you gotta say it's correct House, <laughs> use the mic that's Lala. correct. That's That's one.
0: That was easy. I don't know <laughs> if I would have got that. I would have <laughs> gambled. Oh, shut the fuck up! Okay. You know that.
1: Okay, next, go to Tim because Tim thinks he's a friggin' genius. So let's see. On the Dakotas, what is the capital of South Dakota? I mean, <laughs> oh my! Tim,
0: wait, hold on,
1: Tim. You exactly South. proved my point. Geography is not the end all, be all of one, intelligence want and you knowledge. Give me one more category, Tim. Pick one more category.
0: I don't need to sit here. <laughs>
1: An answer to all
0: of you. You want to know what's amazing Dude, about? It's, it's amazing about Tim, how you just, just, just all of exactly it. Exactly
1: prove my point.
0: Geography, math, science, whatever relevant to the world. It's just none of it, it is, is the end all be all. No, but it's important. like In all, if I can walk out the front door and keep myself alive, I'd say I'm pretty fucking intelligent.
1: I want to say something. I know a I was lot not of a people who are
0: very book smart and like they don't. Des Moines, oh, that's Des Moines, Iowa.
1: <laughs> uh, Pierre, Pierre, <laughs> listen, I just want to say oh, something. Lala, Pierre. can I say something, Lala? To your point, you are right. Look, I am. I consider myself pretty successful, and I was not. I was an artistic kid. I was not the greatest student in school. I, my average was probably a C. I don't encourage that. But there are all there are also there are, and Bs in in theater. There are also people who are uh, book smart, like Bill Gates, who are billionaires. So I don't know. It goes. It and goes then you can just way. pay
0: people to keep you alive. So that's dope. <laughs> that's what I would do.
1: <laughs> All right. I'm glad we played trivia on the podcast. We will be back again. Trivia on the podcast.
0: No, I hate trivia on the podcast. Oh, we're we're not doing it week. again. Every no, week. this is stupid.
1: Okay. Well, can we do one more question for Tim? Cause it's really fun to watch him. Finish.
0: One more. And then I'm ready to talk to okay, Tim,
1: Tim, You're really smart. So here you go here. You're 0 for one. Go ahead. Alex, give another one. Is this another geography one? Yeah. Oh, no, give, a, give get, let's, do let's do the spelling bee. Let's do the spelling bee one time for Tim. It's my favorite. Tim fails at the I spelling bee. I didn't participate in the last spelling bee. <laughs> yes, you, you failed, did. Tim. I'm you pretty good. Uh, no, I didn't.
2: I'm well, pretty good, good spelling,
1: Tim, I'm okay at spelling. Okay, we'll see. Here we go, Alex. Um, real quick, because we got a couple minutes to kill before uh, we bring our incredible guest out. This is this is fun. I think it's fun.
0: I I just love as you get older. Is that this the definition of fun? I don't. Have, I like it. I'm into it. What okay. Other what's fun the, do the word? What's the word?
1: Go. Um, this is tough. Uh, give him a real one, Alex. Spell profundity. Oh, this is great. This is great. Profundity. He's, he's, okay, what on. does that mean? Oh. Go. Yeah. Go, Tim. Uh, P R O F. U N D I T Y. Profundity. Profundity. I'm the worst. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I'm the worst speller in the world, and I could have got that. You can't pick a harder one than that. That's that's like that's like college. The local so college. So when line. I was in elementary school, I knocked my best friend out of the spelling bee with the word coco. cocoa. C O C O.
0: A. <laughs> yep. Did you really? Yeah. I'm
1: serious. <laughs> and, you, and you've held on to that level of spelling bee. For the last thirty years.
0: How old were you?
1: I don't know. Probably Do you like have a real one out real quick. Yeah.
0: Ten. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And it was Hope. it was a
1: very early round of the. Yes. Okay, here we go. It must Ten, <laughs> that one doesn't count. So I'll give you one for one. You're one for one. Here, here's your last one. This is the tiebreak. Camaraderie. Yes. Oh, right here, Tim. Here it is. This is a tough one. No, it isn't. It's actually like an eleventh grade spelling word. Maybe tenth grade. C O M is it C-A-M? Fail. You already failed. That's I it. I failed. So that's yeah, That point. That, well, that one's not. a tough one. Okay. I'm going to give Alex But one. there's also, it's like an Alex, A-R. give me your phone for a like, word. Give me your phone for a word. Yeah. C-A-M-A-R. Alex, Alex give me yeah. your phone. Watch how good Alex is, and I hate giving him props because his ego is out of control. But here we go. Here we. No, you won't. No, you won't. You've, you've got, ready? Here we go. Furlough. F-U-R-L-O-U-G-H. Okay, you win. Alex, you're better than Ted.
0: Wow, I, I would have, have said L-O-W. No. I could have spelled no, no, you're full of yeah, shit. I could. <laughs> yeah, yeah I low. could.
1: Well, let's take a break. break. The
0: word furlough has of... been
1: in the news every day for the past five months. I can spell furlough. Wait, you... <laughs>
0: Because everyone's getting furloughed. Because everyone's getting furloughed why. Yeah,
1: that's you're a little late to that point.
0: Alright, as much as as much fun as I've had during this boy time (laughs) spelling bee, you all are just smart as shit. I can't get over it. Alright, when we get back (laughs) when we get back, we have Giselle Bryant. Yes! Alright, we are back with my all-time greatest crush. Besides Beyonce, they're like neck and neck. What's up, Giselle Bryant? <laughs>
2: <laughs> How are you? I, I can't believe I'm in the same category as Beyonce. I feel like so honored. <laughs> oh, honey, you're
0: there. Trust me. With a face like that and an ass that don't quit. <laughs>
2: wow. <laughs> yes. Wow.
0: I'm on a roll today. Giselle, I'm so excited Giselle, to this is Randall.
1: You. I just want to tell you something. First of all, nice to meet you.
0: Nice to meet you.
1: I have to tell you, we over here, the producers and myself, I am a, a big Housewives fan, but I have not, and I don't know why Lala has not educated me with your show, so we have homework this weekend, and we are watching the first season. I said the first episode, but I <laughs> meant the first season, so I am excited to hear about all the drama firsthand from you and just how you got on the show and how that happened and and, and it, is it fun? Is it, you know, all the, the good stuff. And then when I watch it now this weekend. You'll have I, the backstory. Yeah, But Lala no, Lala told me all this shit that's already gone down. So no, I can't Giselle, wait to No, Giselle,
0: I told them. <laughs> Potomac is the diamond of the Housewives franchise right now. Like, y'all uh, are killing
1: it. She did say that. She did say. <laughs>
2: okay. But if you if you start from season one, that's like so uh, boring basic, from where we are now. Basic. Yes.
1: Where should so I start, maybe, Giselle? Where should I start?
2: I don't know. I don't know. Two? Maybe start like, yeah, two and a half. Like, okay. you know, midway through season two.
1: Okay, Tim, two and a half we're starting. Alex, two and a half yeah. we're starting. <laughs> that is our homework assignment for this week, and I can't wait.
0: So, Giselle, yes. tell tell yeah. us how the Real Housewives of Potomac came to be, because let's be honest, it's a super random place.
2: It is. It's so oh. random. Okay, so what I think happened, what I've kind of heard, rumors, are that, you know, obviously they had the Real Housewives of DC, that didn't work out, and years went by, and they wanted to come back to this area, but didn't know really how to do it. So, we were cast, and we filmed an entire season, if you can imagine this, Lala, and they, we did not know we were going to be housewives. Oh my so, gosh. So, like, we filmed for months. And we had no idea So what name. did you
0: think you were what did you think you were doing just like trying to make a show work? You didn't know that you were gonna be a housewife, like a part of the franchise?
2: Had no idea. Wow. They said maybe it'll be housewives, maybe it'll be ladies of, because there's like ladies of London. Right. But you know, we, we're unsure. So apparently Andy saw, you know, the cuts and he loved it. And he was like, oh, these ladies are definitely housewives. They didn't tell us until literally. I don't know, five minutes before they told the rest of the world that we were going to be housewives of, and they couldn't figure out the name to give us, meaning we're in Maryland. Potomac is in Maryland. Okay. There's DC, which of course they couldn't touch that because, you know, that, that didn't work out. Right. There's Virginia. There's the DMV area. They didn't know what to call it. So they kind of like did, I guess their, their research and they came up with Potomac, which is where at the time, the majority of the ladies lived. And um it is random. It's so random. And uh, and Lala, I'm gonna tell you this. Potomac is ninety-five percent white. Shut so oh my God. Wow. <laughs> and so like we're we're the the black ladies are the representation <laughs> of Potomac. So you can imagine how well that wow. went over when uh, we first
1: started. Oh man. <laughs> Oh my god! You must have, You must be running that city. You guys must be running that city.
0: <laughs> oh, when you well, watch, now, you'll see. You'll like, see like, how they are. They're running everything. But wait, let
1: me ask a question. Do you live in Bo- Bo- the, What's Potomac? What's Potomac? Potomac. Do you live in Potomac still now?
2: I actually live in Bethesda, which is like right next to Potomac. It's like a mile away. Oh, okay. And it's like a little, a little, another little small town. But it's like right, literally. I live. Seven minutes from D.C.
1: Okay, so that was my question, because I just asked Alex here, one of our producers. I said, I said, how far are they from D.C.? So you're 10 minutes max from D.C. Yes. So when you go out, when you eat, when you go to bars, when they're open, you hang out, you're going into D.C. basically, I assume. Oh, oh,
2: 100 percent. I mean, and I was I was raised in D.C. proper. Oh, okay. So this is making more
1: sense. Like D.C. is cool. Cool city. You know, you got, and like, they
0: probably would have named this franchise that or if, this uh, if the show, other version did that one didn't fall stick. apart.
1: Fell apart. Wait, exactly. Was
0: was DC full of white women?
2: They had one um, black girl, but yes, the rest were white. Okay. And so it was, and they didn't. From what I understand, they didn't know each other at all prior to the show. So it was kind of like they threw a bunch of random women together that didn't know each other. Which with never worked. Which never worked. Never by works. The way. Right with us four of us out of the original six knew each other for years prior to the show
1: oh wow so
2: we had the chemistry already baked in
0: that's the best when you can find that's how your show is well, it's like lightning in a bottle when you can find a group of women who are like have known each other forever on top of it their strong personalities yeah right the best
1: that's the magic (laughs) it really
0: is (laughs) I have okay, to wait, ask.
1: Wait, cause she just. I just want to hear how yes. they, how you, how did somebody just approach one person? Did somebody come up with an idea, call producers? How does it evolve into the um, show with you, with all all of you women getting together on this show?
0: They were cast, all of them, and then they didn't know if they were going to be housewives or if it was going to be like Ladies of Potomac.
1: Oh, they had no idea. They had no idea. Okay, so yeah, I'm just
0: right. Prepared. But the cat, it casting was like a director- package that they were going to sell. Keep going, Giselle. The guy that cast the show, I
2: actually have known. It's just coincidence. I've known him for like 20 years. Oh, wow. um, so he calls me and he's like, Giselle, you're going to do the show? And I'm like, what? No, I'm not. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so he was like, yes, you are. And that's that. So um, he said, I've already talked to Sharice. And Sharice, I knew. And Sharice knows everyone in Potomac. Everyone. Wow. So she was able to give the guy um a whole lot of different women and then i said well if i'm doing it robin's doing it and so i got robin involved and then i knew um, karen and i were in a ki- children's group together um so i was like okay karen was already on board so then they filled in the rest so it
0: just it just worked
1: wow that's very cool i'm
0: yeah. telling you that's it you're going to watch and it it it'll be your new I'm favorite it show this weekend. So are are you are you and Miss Karen doing well or is your friendship still rocky? Like what is it like this season? Can you tease? I, I know the drill, I know the Bravo drill. So without yes. spilling it all, just give me a little little sippy.
2: Um, we ebb and flow as we this season as we normally do. However, I don't particularly like the way that we ended the season. So I straight up have not spoken to her since we stopped filming. Oh wow. Well,
0: that's yeah, that. that's juice. You're going to see I'm telling you <laughs> what but I
1: can't wait to see. Wait, what was the fight about?
0: Like the why they fell out? Yeah. Oh, me and
2: her? Yeah. Um, It was it, it dealt with respect and I felt like she disrespected me. Oh, and yeah. that's what I don't tolerate.
1: Yeah. I don't like that either, by the way. That's when it all Giselle, goes south. I have friends that, you know, will disrespect me, you know, that I've known for even a long time. And that's the right. only thing that really just sets me off because it's like. I always am one of those givers. like I always want to help my friends and bring them up and do what I can do. And the minute they just take advantage or disrespect, it's like it's not worth it for me. That's the end exactly, yeah, yeah I feel exactly. I, I feel the same,
2: and especially when you're on a show together, so you know, I she knows personal things that have been off camera about me and me. I know about her that we'll never cross the line and kind of like be disrespectful on camera with it. And I just felt like there's a level of respect for our friendship that she disregarded. And I didn't, I don't like that.
0: Oh, so you feel like she went into a territory that was supposed to be left off camera. Is that what you're saying? No, she didn't do that, but she
2: didn't, she didn't, she just didn't ride for me. Like I, I have ridden for her.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I can understand that.
2: That's not cool. So I
0: have a question. When you started this show, what are you, we're on season five, right? Yep. Season 5 is airing now. Did it take a minute to adjust? Because I know with my cast, and I'm sure I'll get in trouble for saying this, I know certain things that my cast members have told me that I would not mention on the show. Just because I think there's just a level of privacy that we have to, you know, I still want these people to be my friends when but, the show uh, is done. But also those
1: things happen not during right. filming. So it's like you're correct. being respectful.
0: Correct, correct. Did you find it hard where it was like, there are certain things that I don't really want to discuss for the world to watch. Like, did you have Uh, to get used to that? Of course,
2: of course. But, um, you know, season one, we were really kind of like lightweight and it was never anything that was too out of bounds. However, as time goes by, you know, this stuff gets leaked to the press. So once it's public with regards to press, It's we got to talk about it. Right. You you can't not talk about it. Right. So that's kind of where the seasons have have changed. um, And the information has changed. And it's kind of like, okay, I can't sit here and act like I haven't read the blogs because now I know all about your husband and what he's doing, you know, with Karen and her whole tax thing. Like that was in the Washington Post that her husband owed the IRS like $5 million. Like, oh, there's shit. no way we can't talk about it. I have to talk about it.
0: Wow. No, I'm telling you, like when I watch you alls show, the, it's like real shit. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I'm like, are, are we going here? Like, oh, they're going there right now. <laughs> yes. And I feel like, you know, we
2: we can't get away with con I feel like Beverly Hills, like the real housewives of Beverly Hills. I love those ladies. I think that they are funny and they, you know, they're dripping in diamonds and pearls. I love it. But they argue over literally nothing. I know. Like zero.
0: Like Lucy Which Lucy, fun. Apple
2: Juicy. It's like, yeah. give me some real meat. <laughs> What's that? Yes. Whereas we couldn't get away with that if our life depended on it. Like, <laughs> 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 There's I got no agree, way.
1: <laughs> I gotta agree with you. I do watch that show, and and Lala's glued to all of these Real Housewives. And when I watch, they're fighting over like, did you did were you out of line at the last party? I can't believe what you said. You were disrespectful. It's like to me, it's like it's not that heavy, you know. But they're, right, they right. they make it like it's the end of the world. So I'm interested yes. to see. Your cast and what uh, and how heavy it gets because that's how, yeah, that's was, some heavy stuff. Know,
2: yeah, we we get into it, and especially this season, um, in a cup, maybe like five more episodes, we really get into what's really prominent right now, which is you know the whole Black Lives Matter, and we could have never known that you know the world would have exploded like it did with regards to Black Lives Matter. But in the show, we just talk about what it means to be a black woman and. And how important that is and how we're viewed in this country. And like all of that came up. That's great.
1: That's great. I mean, I love it. Yeah, that's like
2: really heavy stuff.
1: Yeah, big time. And I think it's phenomenal that you guys, you know, confronted in your show. uh, Because I think we need a lot more of that. So, And I hope to see that a lot more in television.
0: Well, I I want to deep dive into what you were just talking about. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back with Giselle Bryant. We are back with my favorite real housewife, Miss Giselle Bryant. Hi, baby. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) So before the break, you were telling us that in a a few weeks on the show, you ladies will get to address um, Black Lives Matter. What was that like for you as it, you know, even on um, when we see Watch What Happens Live and you now do a show that is about this not being a moment, it being a real movement. I watch your Instagram a lot. Like, what is this like for you as a Black woman to be such a force behind this movement?
2: I think that it's great that we have this platform or that I'll speak personally that I have this platform to use my voice, to bring awareness to things that people overlook, you know i I've, I've, I've had so many issues with my children and just and just them in school and just you know some things that the white kids say to them that's horrible but now finally the world is listening which is a beautiful thing so in the show there was a there was an altercation and afterwards you know which was horrible but afterwards it allowed us to really talk about how we conduct ourselves and how we handle ourselves as Black women in this country because we are overlooked. We are paid less. We are treated like the lowest man on the totem pole. And we don't ever want to put ourselves on national television and show the world what you already think of us, which is that we're not capable of discussing things without fighting, without violence, without being forceful. So... It, it was it was a great conversation and hopefully it'll be really re- well received.
0: You know what? I know. Obviously, I haven't seen it, but that is actually in the trailer when you they're like doing a montage of all of these things, like a fight scene that's cutting in and out. And what you say sent chills up my body. <laughs> did it? It really did. Because, you know, I'm obviously a white person who collapsed back very quickly and I don't have to think like that, Giselle you know? And so when you said that, it was like, wow, like these women are really shedding light on things that people that look like me don't think about because we've never had to. And you know, you're, you're one of the first people that I called when this movement happened and things went sideways with um, some of the Vanderpump Rules cast. I, I just was like, reaching for any sort of knowledge that I that I could get so I, I really want to thank you for that
2: oh absolutely and and you know as we all move down this road it's just like we could just have to have the conversations because it really opens everybody's eyes to what's really going on in this country so hopefully we can get to a better place that's all we're asking just to get to a better place
0: absolutely I love watching your stories and I love seeing you with your girls and what you guys are doing so good damn work I want to. Mo- I want to move on to um, Pastor Jamal Bryant.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, the pastor. <laughs> okay, so
0: I was telling Randall. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, they were married, got divorced. Her kids were like confused when they got back together. Well, hold yeah. on, hold on. Yeah. Let's start over. So now over. Whoa, I want you yeah. to spill all the tea. Before you spill the tea, do you yeah. notice you
1: just flew right over that? Like it's like a standard talk because
0: well, I was trying no, to like hold on, fill you, on. you Let in. Let me
1: just process what you just okay. said. I mean, you just like, oh yeah, got Mary got divorced, got back together seven years later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, slow it down. Let's start with the beginning. Hold on, Giselle. Um,
0: well she's gonna give you the juice? I, I just
1: want to ask the question. Though.
0: Okay, ask the question. You married a man, fell yes. in love.
1: Had uh-huh. children, correct? Right. Okay. Correct. Then seven that then seven years later got divorced, correct? Yeah. And uh-huh. and, and then how many years later from that did you reconnect? And and twelve. Are, twelve. Twelve. years. Year. Oh my god, I gotta know more. This is too good. Okay, break it down for us. <laughs> break it down so how this happens.
2: Throughout throughout the twelve years, um, you know, I had to to make a decision and say, okay. Do I, am I just going to be mad for the rest of my life or do I really want to give my girls the opportunity to have like a real decent family unit? So I put my love for my children over me being mad at him with regards to the divorce. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So then... You know, time goes by. I'm growing and evolving. He's growing and evolving. You know, I, I'm i growing into this, like, bad bitch that I am. And <laughs> oh, yeah. that's, that's amazing.
1: <laughs> it is amazing. That's, what, that's yeah. part of the whole episode. Keep going. It's <laughs> right. great.
2: And then I, you know, and he's also growing and evolving with his career. And throughout the 12 years, you know, we remain tight as friends. Okay, but and, hold on a second. Just okay. so I
1: know, in 12 years of... Being co-parents and yes. raising children in separate homes, do you ever hook up?
0: Randall, no. you're going
2: there? I
1: just need to know. Okay. No,
2: that's, no, that's a really good question. And the answer is no. I can't. Wow. This is
1: amazing. That's even more amazing that you close a chapter in your life. I understand the co-parenting. And then at some right. point, how does this go down? Like,
2: how does this happen? Well, I'm, I'm clearly dating other people and doing my thing. Right. And he's doing that, too. So I think it happened because of that, because we did our thing um, without hooking up and without like, okay, you know, he's just going to put his pinky toe in and test the waters. No, we were clearly living our separate lives, of course, co-parenting, but that allowed both of us to grow in our own space. Okay. So then... You know, I don't know. I think I woke up one day and was, I mean, he would always, of course, Randall, you know, you know how y'all do. He would always throw it out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you are amazing. You are amazing. No. Okay. So Um, as a dude, as a dude, that's all I wanted to know. As a dude, you're saying you guys are super close over the 12 years. You're obviously both growing. You're both evolving. And then you're, I want to call it your more mature selves 12 years later, kind of, fall into line where the attraction is there again i guess is yes that fair to say yes wow
2: no, 100% wow. look at you you broke it down i do <laughs> I, I, I
1: mean, because i can i tell you something i've never heard of this and i do know that don johnson and melanie uh-huh. griffith that's the only couple that i'm like kind of aware of that did yeah. this kind of thing I mean, okay, okay let, let, let's just talk about the percentages of this happening Divorce in America, unfortunately, is 58% or something like that. Somewhere in this high bracket of the 50s or 60s. I would say the chances of reconciliation is probably .0000001. So it's just you're (laughs) an anomaly at the highest level. And that's why I'm so just intrigued how it happened. But, okay, so now 12 years later, you've matured. He's matured. You're a badass. He's a badass. You both are ballers. And, yes. and you're saying all along he's like trying to get like Friday night comes, you're having a few drinks. He's like, can I sleep over? You're like, no. And then so, so he keeps putting it out there, but eventually, what happens that you you put the wall down or the connection makes sense. That's what I'm okay. intrigued
2: Okay. So let's let me back up and clean some stuff up a little bit. <laughs> because it was never like had too many drinks. Can I spend the night? No, it was more like, you know, I can't wait to to roll you you know push your what do you call those things oh push your wheelchair when we get old together oh you know okay. what i mean things like that okay yeah.
1: there was none of that four cocktails in just being like you know i really want to. no
0: smoke. they're in their more mature selves now
1: i got it and yes. and, and your husband's a pastor yes. i'm forgetting so he's,
0: yes and he so he doesn't drink right. but I, I do i, I
1: just forgot about that so i screwed up <laughs> yes. okay so he's like a unicorn he's like the perfect ex-husband there you go.
2: Yes, now, yes, now, absolutely.
1: Okay, so so now he says, I want to push your wheelchair. I want to grow old with you. And you're yeah. in this moment in your life where you look at him and say...
2: So I am at this point where I'm like, you know what? Who do I want to grow old with? Who do I want to travel the world with? Who do I want to share my life with? Because, you know, I'm doing some great things out here and I want to share it with somebody. And there was no other person that I could even possibly think of than him, um, that's number one. Number two, I was listening to an interview, and I can't remember who interviewed them, but it was Shawnee O'Neill and Evelyn Lozada.
0: Okay, from Basketball Wives. From Basketball Wives, and the
2: guy asked she them if you guys, right? <laughs> I know. If you guys got locked up in jail, who would you call? You had one call. Who would you call to get you out? And both of them said their ex-husbands. Shawnee was like Shaquille. And Evelyn was like, Chad. Oh my. And I was like, Jamal. Like, there's nobody but Jamal to get me out of jail because I know he will die to protect me and to take care of me and to make sure that I'm, that I'm good. So, you know, when I started coming into myself and realizing, like, what I want for my life, it just, it, you know, of course, it just makes sense. The love is still there. And he then moved away. He moved to Atlanta.
1: Okay, and nothing had happened yet, correct? Like, you guys didn't get to this place. Okay, just sweet time. away, being kind to each other, got it. Yes,
2: and then I realized I didn't want him away. Like, you know, he moved to Atlanta, and I was like, holy shit, he's gone. And then that made me really shift and be like, wait a minute, this, no, like, let's fix this. So, yeah.
1: And that's when you reached out and you said, let's take a shot at this. I mean, I just want to know that the actual, how it,
2: like. And I can't, I don't, I don't have that magical moment for you, Randall, but we just started talking about us being back together. And then we took it seriously because we were like, okay, if we're going to do this, we have to like make sure we're very intentional. So we went to see, we sought counseling and, you know, tried to really get in a good headspace to, to make sure, because, you know, it's a whole trust thing that you got to rebuild and all of that good stuff that you got to make sure you you pay attention to,
1: but you know what's cool? Because obviously this doesn't happen, and it's and like it's an anomaly. What's neat is that for twelve years you both evolved to completely different people, but your completely different selves were more in sync than your previous selves. Right. I, I guess it seems like so. Th- so when you twelve years later, when you really got together again, it seems like you both were just like spiritually in the same place.
0: Yes. I guess for, yes. So to say.
1: I think that's amazing. I think it's a true love story and I'm, I just a have sap, to put, I'm a sap for this stuff.
0: I just have to put this out there because she has three girls. Oh, wow. yeah. And they were like this is weird. Like because they never knew. <laughs> yes. How how are they doing with it now? Yeah,
2: how how do your <laughs> kids How do your kids respond to this? just that way there this is weird this is you know we know what happened in the past and we want to make you know their team mommy like Aww. no other but no they're good they love their dad and they're good so how long have you yeah. guys been back together now it's been a couple of years i tried to hide it for as long as i possibly could lala you know how that is you try to hide
0: yeah I'm, your, I'm, your, yes. your, your real life yes <laughs>
2: <laughs> what
0: um. wait
1: wait Did Lala hide anything on the show?
0: Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I know know how I know the drill. You duck and dodge the truth for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But
2: then it's like, okay, fine, you gotta you gotta deal with it. So for for a couple of years now.
1: Yeah. Okay. Wow. I am I am very this is does this now a question and maybe I'm just being naive. Does this come out on the show in in any of the show? Does this
2: whole rekindling happen on the show? It happened prior to us filming, so so not really, no.
0: But last year's, last season's reunion is when Andy was like, who are you dating? Like, I've heard it may be somebody, would you like to tell me? And isn't that when you were like, I'm dating my ex-husband?
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> See? Wow. Yeah. I, I was like, what? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. But people to be to be honest with you, people that know us are like so super excited.
0: I mean, how could you not? Just listening to you talk about wow. how you guys like went off and did your thing and my mom always said, You can never be with someone if if you only equal a hundred percent. You each have to equal a hundred percent. To make two hundred, he can't be your other half. You have to right. already be a whole person.
1: Well, I'm like five hundred percent. So there you go. Oh God, there you go.
2: Right. The no, ego. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. And then my mother always told me that I should never be a man's first wife. I should be his second wife. And
0: technically, I would be if we got married again. Wow, yeah. how lucky is that <laughs> to be? <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I,
1: you know what, I agree with the hundred percent thing because I feel like. Like you and I, like today where I'm at in my life and where you are, like we're strong forces and we are our own people and we will break down for one another to be there for each other, but we will always hold the line on who we are and not let the other swallow the other person's Yeah, Randall
0: always likes to ask, do you need me, Lala? I'm like, no, I want you. But I don't need anybody, Aww, baby. <laughs> that, that,
2: that's what. You, but that is what you want. Like that's a per, that's perfect. I think that the first time when we were married, I he swallowed me up. Like and and I by design, not by design, but I decided to kind of put all my focus and concentration on him because he was building his business and he was building his church, and I was there to help him. So I think, in as I look back, that that probably was not. Good
0: no I mean I, How can that be good you know, it's It's crazy for you to say that Because you're such a strong force Like when you and I have spoken Or when I watch you on the show Like I would never think that any man could You know swallow you up when you know it's, it's like <laughs> yeah. shocking right, to but, me but
1: 12 years later you're what a I boss mean. and now now exactly like kind of like where we're at like we each have our identities and we embrace them versus one yeah. of us try to eat it up
0: Giselle do you feel like the show gave you uh, more confidence
2: um I had it before but it like amplified it from the perspective of I was so season one you know you never know what's going to happen you never know how you're going to be perceived And I really was, like, a little terrified. Like, are people going to like me? Are they going to hate me? Are they going to think I'm just stuck up? Or are they going to understand my jokes? So I realized that I can't even worry about that. Like, I'm confident. I'm a bad one. And I'm just going to walk my walk.
0: I love love it. it. I
1: love it. Before we run out of time, I just want to talk about your makeup brand every hue, yes so you launched this in 2016 tell us about that because that's exciting because Lala you know launched a brand and I love to. I love to hear about strong women who are who don't have their own companies so break it down for us
2: by the way thank you Lala for what you sent me I was going to thank you um, at the end but like I love my lips my kids are trying to steal what you sent me and I'm like back up off my lipstick thank you very much
0: oh you are so Um, sweet I'm so happy that you love it thank you (laughs)
2: You you're quite welcome. So I started Every Hue Beauty um, to basically help out women of color because like when you go through the um beauty world, a lot of times most things that are out there don't match our skin complexion until Fenty came along. Like right. Fenty really changed helped the
0: game the world.
2: Yeah. And Fenty made everyone else, everyone like big box stores, realize, okay, we've got to have stuff in here for black women because the mar- there that Venti just blew that market up. Um so let's and it and we were in target and it was a beautiful relationship. Now let's talk about COVID.
0: <laughs> okay. Right, then uh-huh. so uh-huh. then that part.
2: COVID has killed our manufacturer. So that's actually where we are right now. Like our ma- manufacturer shut down. We we haven't been a- we don't know when they'll be back up and because I have um Skincare meaning I have products that, that have to be, S- I have SPF in my product and all that has to be approved by the FDA and all that stuff. I can't really just like move to another manufacturer overnight. So I'm trying to figure that out, guys. Um, but COVID is a beast because it has really put a monkey wrench in every He beauty.
0: It's put a wrench in a, and I hate to say like, well, misery loves company. That's just the <laughs> saying, but it does feel good to be like, okay, at least I'm not the only one that's affected. It makes me feel less badly that things aren't yes. moving the way that they used to
1: Yeah, for everybody. No, for everybody.
2: like not at all. And I never thought that this would be a problem. Like I never thought, okay, the, co- the pandemic has hit. Cool. I get, you know, you'll be shut down, but it, it, it affected my manufacturer to the point where I don't know if they'll ever come back up and it's kind of like, okay, we got to figure this out.
1: Well, that, I think, I think that's, that's interesting to say because everybody goes through like where we were like, okay, it'll be a month. It'll be two yeah. months. Okay. It's three right. months. Now it's six. Now it's nine. And you're right. A lot of people have not, will not come back. A lot of my partners that I've worked with also, you know, I've suffered where they haven't, they're not going to be able to come back. And it's crazy how we have to, you know, figure out the future and, and adapt. Yeah.
0: Yes. I am so grateful that you found time to be on our show. You know, I've been trying to get you on here for a minute. You're just yes. amazing. <laughs> Thank you,
2: thank you, thank you so much for watching. Yes. Um, You know, we were we were one of those, Randall. I don't know whether you know this or not, but we were the, one of the newest housewives to come along. We were like the little engine that could. Nobody thought we were going to make it.
0: Oh but, wow! You know. I didn't know that. I didn't know
2: that. <laughs> yes. Hold but, on. so. You you're know, going. Fans... You're going.
1: You're going into season four next. Five. No, no, no.
0: They're no, in five. No, five. Five oh. is airing now. Yes. Oh,
1: so if I start at two and a half, I got two and a half seasons to watch. This is great. Yeah. That's great. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So I just really want to
2: thank my fan, all the fans that just stuck with us from day one. Cause you know, we didn't think we were going to make it here now that we have, it's, it's amazing.
0: Oh, Giselle, I love watching or seeing the little, um, things on Instagram where it's like, if you haven't watched Potomac, like this is the goat. This is the one. Cause I'm like, I've been telling y'all this is the one. So thank you so much. <laughs> all right now wait a minute i need to get in y'all's
2: business so when is the wedding happening
0: oh oh she we're going there <laughs> aren't we um <laughs> so we plan to get married in september because after we, April, we after we got shut down correct and uh-huh. september is approaching and nothing's gotten better so we're we're planning on next year
1: july okay july yeah july yeah july
0: then that's
2: smart and you guys love each other so nothing's gonna happen between now and then no, yeah, that's how
0: that, we feel. We
1: look at each other now and we're just like, we're husband and wife. Like enough with the Aww. wedding. Like it's gonna it's gonna be magical when it happens. But we've just like I, I pushed hard for September. I pushed yeah. hard for October. And then she just looked at me and was like, babe, let's not fight an uphill battle. Let's just pick a date next summer. Knock on wood, the world has the vaccine and right. life is easier and we're just going to roll with that. So that's where we're at.
2: That's perfect. That's perfect. OK.
0: All right. Can't wait. <laughs> well, uh, yes, you you're this is what I love, too, is that I get to adjust my guest list. And, Yay. you know, because I've made new friends, baby, that I want to come uh, celebrate love with me. <laughs> I would be honored. I no, love it. Ready. You
1: are invited. Of real. course.
0: We'll get you your thank invitation. You, you. All right. We'll talk soon, baby. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks, Giselle. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Appreciate it. I just die for her. Every time. <laughs> Every fucking time. I get, like, flustered when I talk to her.
1: I, I saw that. I saw when you that. Go-
0: when you Googled her, were you like, holy shit, this woman is stunning? No,
1: first of all, why are you looking at She's Tim? She's stunning. Tim? Tim Tim hasn't watched one episode of reality of Real Housewives in his life.
0: I, I'm just... I thought that was an awesome episode. Tim, have I... you ever
1: watched an episode of Real Housewives? No. Okay. So, Tim is going to watch... <laughs> I mean, why are you, like, looking at Tim? She you asked know, about when I was researching.
0: She, he researched... Giselle, And you're
1: asking if he died when he saw her?
0: She is one of the most stunning women you will ever see. Okay, well,
1: let me tell you how excited I am. She's a badass. She's smart as they come. And she's very, very fun to talk to. I am going to watch this weekend on Sunday. This is going to be my mission. And she told me to start at season two and a half, 2.5. So I'm going to start there and I'm going to blow through.
0: And then we can watch together.
1: Oh, you're gonna watch again?
0: No, but you'll be caught up with me.
1: Oh, because oh, episode uh, season five. Right? Okay. Yep. But anyway, yep. so by the end of Sunday, I'll have probably watched ten hours. So I'm, I'm stoked to see her.
0: Yes, and before before we sign What's off, that? I know it's, I'm sure you are stoked to see her. I am. Put your tongue back in your face.
1: I'm <laughs> stoked to see the show.
0: So before we sign off, I would like to give a little bit of a shout out. I read today that Jessica Simpson, as you know, she's sober. Oh, I didn't know that. She is sober. She wrote a book called Open Book where she talks about her struggles with addiction. Oh, wow. And there was one Halloween that she was so wasted that her friends were like, get away from the children. Like, she didn't even remember wow. Halloween at all, which I can relate I, I to.
1: Did a, see, I did a movie with her, like, forget it, 10 years ago or something, even longer, 12 years ago. And I, so I never saw that side of her. She was probably, you know, just coming up in her career but the sweetest nicest person but but so she's sober now she's sober now okay.
0: and she did an interview and they asked her like has it been hard not to drink during the pandemic and she said I have not wanted to pick up a drink and I feel blessed wow. because I haven't wanted to wow. you know and that is a struggle for a lot of people I've been on my meetings where people come in that I've recognized since I started that would say you know hi today's my Fifth birthday—that means like I've been five years sober. Yeah, who are now getting their three-day chip or oh. whatever it may be. Oh,
1: do you see that a lot? A lot of people falling off during this tough, you know, obviously insane.
0: Yeah, time. I mean, you're you're—it's harder to be held accountable because all you're doing is phone calls and signing on to Zoom, whereas before it's like. You want to get in the car and go to a meeting because that's like your social hour. You get to see your friends. You get to it's get like a check. You're checking.
1: Che- you're checking in. You're you're checking in. You're exactly.
0: We don't have that right now.
1: And they are saying I've looked at a lot of different stats. They are saying that alcoholism, obviously depression, all this stuff is on the rise mm-hmm. because we're all living in a really, you know, uh, unstable with. The unpredictable time so
0: right so so, even so you're though, giving
1: her you're giving jessica sims a shout out
0: i'm giving her a shout out for being sober i think that it's amazing that she hasn't wanted to pick up a drink and the, her saying i feel blessed for that is the perfect word to use because that's not the case for everybody so I just want to acknowledge, you know, addiction during this time, and that if if I can get sober, I know that you can too, and it's it's just worth it.
1: Well, I just want to give a shout out to you because you're almost <laughs> two years sober. When, well, when is your birthday?
0: I, we're gonna round up, even though in AA they I say you're like supposed you're to. supposed to I'm count saying, every when minute. When is your birthday, though? My birthday is October twenty second. Wow, two years.
1: That's in So sixty days. I know we're not supposed to do this, but I'm doing it. In sixty days, you know, I, we take it one day at a time. Yes. I know that. But you are going to celebrate your two-year birthday. That is magical.
0: It's pretty fucking magical, man. You know? Just sitting up on this uh, sobriety high horse. (laughs) And I ain't coming down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I am not on that horse. Tim, you haven't been on that horse since you uh, were born. So moving
0: forward. Oh, good Lord.
1: Uh, All right. Well, listen. We've run out of time. I just want to say... Two things. One, this was a fun episode and awesome that I got to meet the amazing Giselle, and I look forward to seeing her show and everybody watch it. And two, I got to hang out with my girl. So there we
0: go. Oh, I love you, baby. You guys, thank you for listening to another episode of Give Them Lala with Randall, and we will catch you next week.